This is the Gentile Life Podcast. My name is Ryan Gentile. I'm a husband and a father of two beautiful little girls. There is nothing Gentile about life, and I'm here to share my crazy stories and experiences that go on in my everyday life. Maybe, just maybe, you can relate to some of these stories and experiences. I will share the good, the bad, and the straight up funny of my roller coaster Gentile life. So let's dive right into today's topic. And this topic is going to be about quarantine life. Look, we're all going through it. It's the one thing that we can say literally everybody's going through the same thing. You know, a lot of times people will say, oh, I understand how you feel or I know what you're going through, but it's maybe one or two people, right? It's not literally everybody. And right now, I mean, things are crazy. It's crazy out there. And so I kept thinking about what did I want to do for my next episode? And I still have some creative ideas I want to start doing, but it was... It would be dumb not to do something about quarantine life because we're all going through something different. I'm going through something different than most people while everybody is going through something different than me. And so I thought to myself, you know what, Ryan, you have a lot of friends that have good stories to share. They're good on the phone. They'll be fun to talk to. Plus, you can catch up with them. You haven't maybe talked to them in a long time. You can reminisce. And why not record it all? And share some of those fun memories you had and then talk about quarantine life and things like that. So... That's exactly what's going to happen here today. I got my good friend Jessica Walker will be joining the show. And so what we will do is we're going to take a quick few seconds of a timeout. You're going to hear a little bit of a jingle. And when we come back, we will have on the phone my good friend Jessica. So stay tuned. So here we are. We're back. And... I have a good friend on the phone with us here today, and this is a friend of mine that I've known since high school, so well over 20 years, which is really weird to say that out loud, but this is a friend formerly known as Jessica Johnson, you know, her maiden name, now known as Jessica Walker. Jessica, welcome. You are now the official second guest ever on the show, so welcome. Thank you. Hey, hey. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. I uh, I will happily take second place to Megan any day. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good thing I should agree with. <laughs> she, she might not like that. Shoot, it takes a special lady. It, it it does. It does take a special lady to deal with my bullshit. It does. Right? <laughs> I will that's not deny. Like, no, she good. <laughs> I will not deny that at all. So so I so so you and I have known each other since high school. So. Obviously, you know, people know me. Some people might not know you that are maybe listening. So what is like, I guess, what do you, what do you remember about, I guess, us meeting or even being friends in high school? What do you, what do you recall is what I want to know. Okay. So, oh my gosh, I'm not even exactly sure like what grade we met in because first of all, I had to, like, my memory is very blurry. <laughs> It's been 20 it's years. It's very bad. It's yeah. been 20 years. Why do you think uh, I'm asking? Because I'm like, okay, like I know we met in high school. I'm like, but do we have a class together? Did I meet you through a mutual friend? Like, <laughs> like what? So here's the thing. So in junior high, you went to you went to Lomax, though, right? Yes, I went to Lomax. So yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we had two we had two separate junior highs in Laporte. One was Lomax. One was Laporte, obviously. And I believe, yeah, you went to Laporte, and I went to Lomax. Yes, and so I knew some of your other friends from Laporte. So I knew mm-hmm. like Jackie and BJ and just some of those people. And then I just remember, I want to say it was like my sophomore or my junior year. I started hanging out with um, Corey and then I would like go and that's just, I think how I met like a bunch of you guys, like and just started like hanging out with you guys. And then I would just show up at places <laughs> and be like, hey, there you are. Here like, I hey, am. Jess, what's up, Jess? Yeah, yeah. yeah right? That's well, yeah, because Corey lives across. Well, Corey lived across the street from me, so I, that's probably why too, because me and Corey yeah. were buddies, and yeah, yeah, he lives across the street, so yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. uh, and I well, do think we had one class together, and I want to say, I could, okay, I'm the worst. Everyone's always like, "What's your favorite teacher?" and they know their name. I'm like, I couldn't, I could barely tell you one teacher <laughs> from high school's name. But I think we had, I want to say it was like senior year political science. Or something, and I, I don't know. We were talking about it last time, and how we would always play like dominoes and stuff. Oh, so yeah. I think we had we had something. One class. It wasn't a lot though, but I mean, like I said, I would just see you around. Like, yeah, that's my thing. Like, I hang out with so many people that I'm always like, hey, wait, I know you. That I show up, and I know more people. So I think so that's how saying, it went down. 
You're kind of a big deal is what you're saying. You're, you're kind I of mean, a big deal. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I, and that's the thing I remember too. Like, I don't remember exactly how I just remember you were just around. And I, and yeah. I remember we spent a lot of time on, in the musical. So yeah. our high school throws together a musical every year of famous musicals. And the year that I decided to do it was our senior year because I played basketball yeah. before that and it was the whiz. So I remember you were involved in that. I think you were more behind the scenes, though. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So it was my first year, too. Um, and, like, I hadn't tried out, like, any of the other years. So I was like a fish out of water. And then um, I started talking to some other people, and they were like, you should do stage crew. And I was like, good idea. And so <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I was just like, yeah, because then, you know, we were there, like, you know, all hours, just like everybody else was. But instead, mm-hmm. we were, it was like more laid back as far as like, you had work to do, but it was kind of like a work at your own pace. Like, it wasn't like hardcore because let's be honest, like, Laporte musicals are legit. Like, they oh, put yeah. on good musicals. Like, I haven't run across many high schools that do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, with Stage Crew, we had a lot more, uh, Free time, I guess. On <laughs> well, being a being a boy dancer, uh, I definitely did as well too. Because I know there were times where if you had to be there, but if it wasn't your scene, yeah, you're just kind of hanging out and just yeah. doing whatever. And of course, you know me, I was probably doing some dumb shit or doing something I shouldn't have been doing. <laughs> Let's just put it that yeah, way. Yeah, right. I oh, think goodness. I was going around being social. I think that's what I was like. Probably oh, so, yeah. I that... can go find to chat it up with. <laughs> See, and I think that's where we became even better friends at that point because, you know, we were always we were always around. Like, you know, like you said, you went around talking to people. I did the same thing. And I know I, I think people that I knew, I maybe didn't have like a strong friendship with, not that they weren't friends, but they weren't maybe as strong as a friendship until we got into the whiz. And if they were on that crew or in the play, mm-hmm. then it forged a little bit more from there. And I think that's why I think that's how our friendship really forged from there. Yeah. But. And, you know, like our senior year was obviously we had so much going on. It was a big year anyway. But mm-hmm. I feel like I mean, I remember starting like stage crew stuff. I want to say like November, maybe like late October, Mm -hmm. but definitely by like Thanksgiving break, Christmas break. I mean, we were spending, we'd be on our break from school, but we were at school, like we were working on the play. And so, I mean, that's months that you're spending with like that, that group of people. And I, I think that it definitely like opens up that opportunity to like form such special relationships. I definitely agree with that. Absolutely, because I, I remember that's why I always wanted to do the musical because all my like a lot of my friends did the musical and I always heard about the parties and all the the crazy mischief that would happen. I thought, man, I really want to do that, but I played basketball, which runs pretty much October, end of October, all the way through about February. And yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and I can't, I couldn't do both. And then my senior year, I quit basketball and I thought, oh, I can finally do it this year. So yeah, that I agree. Yeah, it doesn't just start in January. Like you're starting like two or three months in advance, and it's uh, yeah it's really insane. And I really feel like, I don't know if it was just unique to that year with the play, but definitely the whiz. I feel like it really had, like, some parts for, like, dudes, you know, like some mm-hmm. really, like, I remember you guys being, like, the Yellow Brick Road and stuff like that. So the yeah. way that they did it, like, it really, like, made it where it just wasn't, like, you just had to be in theater to do it. Or you just had to be, like, a girl, like a child or a dancer. Like, they, there were so many parts for, like, so everyone, like anyone could do it. Oh, absolutely. And I think it will, it, yeah, because, well, I definitely was not the Yellow Brick Road. That went to people that had been in the musical for a number <laughs> of years and everything else. But when they were like, oh, you could be boy dancer. And here's the thing. I have no rhythm. I have zero rhythm <laughs> whatsoever. But yet I was able to be a boy dancer. And here's the thing. I feel like I have some decent rhythm. It might not be great, but I, I, I know I have the uh i had the vhs of the whiz and okay, my nana about to say. yeah well my nana converted all of these vhs's she had of like all these wrestling pay-per-views were recorded and stuff she recorded of us well one of them was the whiz and she converted it to a dvd disc and i watched it and i'm like okay i gotta remember where i was I'm like oh yeah that's me i was like oh damn okay i'm moving and grooving <laughs> and then there's one where i jump up and do the splits 
in midair, and I thought, holy shit, like, if I tried to do that today, I'd kill myself. Like, how did I do we, that? I really need you to check into the, the rights of this, and if it's possible, <laughs> you need to put this on YouTube, because I I think my mom has a, a VHS, too, but it's, I mean, I don't even know if we have something to play a VHS. <laughs> so, we have a VCR here. My my wife, Megan, she oh, has a VCR. Right. Oh yeah, she has a VCR, and so we've, uh, I, I have used it, uh, to watch a few things. I found an old basketball game from, uh, junior high, and I used that to, uh, watch that game, and I was like, oh my god, we're living the glory days, and my wife's just rolling her eyes going, oh my god, yes. this is ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I love I, this! Right? You're like, I knew I loved this VCR. <laughs> so, <Nice>. okay. <laughs> So I love that people got a chance to hear that because it's not like I'm just calling some random person I barely knew. Like, we could probably talk for hours upon hours of the dumb shit we did in high school and beyond, probably. But um, we will not go that route because this episode, we're talking about, obviously, the elephant in the world, not the room, in the whole fucking world, which right. is the, the the COVID-19 stuff, right? So a lot of people are in lockdown. There's a lot of misinformation, things like that. But bottom line is people are being told to stay at home. Some people are mandated. Some people are, quote, unquote, being told or requesting to stay at home. And so um, obviously you're not here in Texas, so I'll let you kind of get into that point of where you're located because everywhere is different. And the thing I love about what I'm doing with this is obviously I'm not a celebrity. I'm just an everyday guy, hence the genteel life. It's nothing special. But I have friends all over the country who I know are impacted a little bit differently. So so walk us through a little bit what's going on with you and all of this pandemic stuff going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. So let me just start out by saying I currently live in Pennsylvania, but spend every day trying to figure out when I can get home to Texas. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have lived here in Pennsylvania for this July will be 11 years. Holy cow, and, it's been 11 years? Yeah, yeah wow. and when I – when I think of it, when we moved here, we thought, okay, maybe five or six. And you know, you know the mm -hmm. saying, you make plans and get, and God laughs. And that's absolutely <laughs> what is happening here. Yeah. Um, and so 11 years of living here in Pennsylvania, I moved here in 2000 and I guess nine. Yeah. Um, and so. Uh, so for here in Pennsylvania, I feel like because I still have family and relatives that live in Texas, New Mexico, lots of friends in the Houston uh, area, lots of West Texas. My family's still in West Texas and New Mexico. And I feel like uh, – so also a little known fact is my husband is in the military. He's active duty Army. Uh, so when all of this started kind of coming down the pipes and, you know, you start hearing like, talking about it on the news and talking about it on social media and things like that. My husband was actually out of the country at the time. And oh, wow. I feel like that because of that situation, it took me from zero to thinking like, okay, this is just another like media thing to about 100 in about two hours. Oh, wow. <laughs> like I, just, yeah. I, I just feel like it, it really escalated like my process of kind of like, accepting this and dealing with this and then planning through this and all of that. Like, I feel like I experienced so many emotions. So he was out of the country. Um, and I also like, I'm not, I don't have contact with him when he's out of the country. And so I'm over here doing my thing and trying to figure out like, what is it I need to do to like prep my family, prep my house, prep my kids. Am I, mm -hmm. what do I do need to do? What I don't need to do? Like, um, you know, and all the while, like, also worrying about him, like, I was thinking, is he going to get back in the country? Like, is he going to be stuck? Are they going to make him go to who knows where when he does come back? Like, there were so many factors unknown. And at the time, so I started on this was probably a solid, we're going on close to three weeks now. I started kind of making sure, like, okay, I have groceries. I have, you know, whatever we might need. Um and then my family's still kind of in Texas, West Texas and places like that. We're like, yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. Like, they seem to be this whole kind of timeline, like, a couple of days behind me. Um, so very quickly, though, like, first it started out, you know, it was condensed in, like, one county here. And then, of course, that's uh, – so up until last night or early this morning, Pennsylvania was kind of on the same plan as Texas where – they had ordered some counties to shelter in place, um, but as of, like, this morning or late last night, it's now the whole state. Um, 
And so it's just, it's definitely been, my husband is back. I want to say he did make it back. He was allowed back. He's been okay, home. Um, yeah, he's been home for two, two, over two weeks now. Um, we are coronavirus free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Right. We have to celebrate <laughs> that. Um, because it was scary because, you know, if you watch the news and things like that, you're thinking, oh, my God, oh, my gosh, he's out of the country and, and it's bad over there and he's in airports and he's he's doing all these things. And you're like, he's definitely bringing this virus home to me. He's definitely bringing it home, <laughs> you know. So it was it was some tough decisions like when he did when he was allowed to come home and like, you know, first we we're like, OK, is he going to come stay at home or should he stay two weeks by himself or just it was all this stuff. But you know, after talking to him and like kind of hearing his experience, I definitely feel like, yeah, as much as I don't want to say, I definitely feel like the media, if if all you do is sit in your house every day and watch the news or scroll the feed, you definitely are feeling, I was feeling much more alarmed about this situation than yeah. like he was being out in it, yeah. like, you know, around people who were wearing masks you know, around just who knows what. And he's like, oh, you know, we were like washing our hands a lot. And he's like, they checked our temperature a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I'm people, like, what? Well, yeah, because people think it's like like the sky's on fire or something, you know, because we're told to be staying in our house. And like, and I love that you said that because that's something that, you know, I I have made a point to not – I don't watch the news to begin with because, Same. you know, I'm a, I'm a radio television major. I learned what the media is about, right? And – the media will be like, it's not our fault. It, it is. It's always the media's fault, no matter what it is, because <laughs> the thing that drives ratings is death or sex yeah, or story. rape yeah. or murder or homicide. Negative things are what people tune into. They don't want to, but it's like that car wreck. It's like that tr that car wreck you can't turn away from, right? Mm -hmm. That's the news. No matter what platform it is, doesn't matter what your political views are and what news station and what side they're on or whatever. The bottom line is news. They care about one thing, and that's ratings. In reporting the most negative thing possible because people don't like fluff, which is the happy mm -hmm. stories. That's why they're always at the end. And so, yes. And, and here's the thing. Some of these places are giving you accurate information. Some of them are not. The bottom line is, like you said, if you're continuously, that's all you're reading all day long and that's all you're concerning yourself with. Well, then, yeah, of course, it's going to, it's going to be a lot worse in your brain than what mm -hmm. it actually is out there because that's all you're focusing on. Right. At least yeah. That's my that's my thought. So I'm really glad you said that. <laughs> yeah, that no, and I, I agree because like I do think, you know, I do think that the people deserve to, you know, have things reported on. Mm -hmm. But the sensationalism of it all kind of gets away from us. And then I think that's where things can get off track really quickly. And I want to emphasize is what I was saying is like when that's all you're doing is sitting in your house watching the news or scrolling the feed and reading about this, it definitely escalates, I feel, tenfold than if you were hearing the news but still kind of exper making experiences for yourself, which, you know, the government's kind of taken a lot of that out of the equation for, for a lot yeah. of us, you know. <laughs> I don't think here in Pennsylvania, so what I've heard here in Pennsylvania is that uh, you know, if you're out and the police, uh, mostly I think it's the state police, uh, think that you are out and you shouldn't be, then they're using it as an opportunity to kind of like educate people and try to, you're not, as of right now, you know, I don't think they're like issuing huge fines or anything like that now. I guess if you're out acting crazy, well then, yeah. you might, you know, but I definitely, it's kind of hard when you, when that's kind of, it's like that's all your brain is feeding and seeing. I definitely think it's hard to discern okay, what does it really look like when you're yeah. out there? You know, and I think it's, I think that's something like, it's hard to keep that in perspective, but it's also like a must. Like we have to kind of keep that thought in the back of our head that I think on the news, we're hearing like the worst of the worst of it. And, oh, yeah. you know, and just keeping that. And for me, like I, I try to be really optimistic. I'm just trying to hold on to like the optimism, like, okay, I'm hearing the worst of it. So that must mean there's some good out there somewhere. That must mean, <laughs> It's going to come out, and I'm going to yeah. hear about it too. <laughs> you know? yeah. But I'm also like you. I literally, like the only news I watch. Actually, okay, I can't believe I'm about to admit this on a podcast. <laughs> I don't watch any news. The, the only news, and I don't – news is like a loose term here. Please understand. I mean like loose uh, is the Facebook 
feed. <laughs> I just read what people share, and I'm like, and then I just like make my own decisions. I'm like, nah, that's probably not true, oh and I'm God. like, uh, no. But so then, like, you know how whenever it was like the broom thing, I was like, okay, yes, yeah, sadly, people make this broom thing shit. stand up, and I was like, okay. I mean, this could be true, but I was like, hold on, let me Did Google you do it? it? Did you <laughs> no, do it? No, I Googled it first. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I, so that's my thing. When I say, like, I get my news from the Facebook feed, like, I am, like, Mrs. Um, like, I pretty much don't think anything on the Internet is true. Oh, God, no, it's not. <laughs> so, like, it's not. It's not I, I, like, always fact check every time. I'm like, hold <laughs> up. Before I go doing this broom thing, let me fact check. So I, like... Because I kept seeing people saying, like, NASA. And so I'm like, well, let me just yeah. go see if NASA really said this. And then I'm like, nope. like, literally the first thing I came across was like, no, it'll do it every day. And I was like, oh, woo, hallelujah. <laughs> I didn't do that one. <laughs> you know, like, I saved myself from. <laughs> yeah. But, I, yeah. Yeah, I think, my uh, yeah, Megan said something like, oh, did you see about this broom thing? And I looked at her. I go, yes, I saw it, and it's it's ridiculous. She goes, but what if it's true? I go, it's not. Like She goes, did you yeah. look it up? I was like, I don't need to look it up. Like, there are just, there's dumb shit out there in the world. The person that probably, like, made that a thing is probably the same dumb shit that said, eat a Tide Pod, and you'll be yeah, right? cool. Like, come on. Like, yeah. no. Like, let's, let's, let's stop with this nonsense. So. I think, like, they probably <laughs> sit out there and think, like, okay, what crazy thing can we say today to get the whole internet to believe it? Yeah, pretty <laughs> and much. Then and then they'll go viral. Laugh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then they're probably, like, laughing, like, look, people did, like, you know, like, I mean, I would laugh. I don't yeah, yeah, that that, God, I'm so but glad I, social media I, was not I, around like, when we were in high school. Oh, my gosh. So glad it was It's literally, like, a lifesaver, but I, like you, I do not, I just don't watch it on TV just because, I. and this was before Corona started, like, mm-hmm. I just don't, I just, I, I'm a rose-colored glasses kind of girl. If I don't have to see the negative and I don't have to yeah. see the sad, then I try. I try not to. I, I feel like I'm not like oblivious, and I know it's there, but I just try not to like go too far down that path. Well, I think there's a difference between not like seeking it out and you know basically believing there's no negative in the world. You know what I mean? Like I right. think that that's the big difference there. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with that because, like you, I don't like I said, I don't watch the news and I don't I. I will. I look at certain pages and I'll look at some articles and stuff like that. But mostly, everything I take is with a grain of salt because Same. anything that you're reading it doesn't matter who the source is from. It's only a small percentage of the truth, and it's worded in a way that they want you to think is the right way, and it, it doesn't right. matter. And that's how I always look at it. So, um, right. okay. So, so we talked about you know obviously you know being quarantined or staying at home, you know, not out and about. I have a lot of friends who their situation's a little bit different because they don't have kids. I oh do. Goodness. I know you do. And so I feel like for parents, it's a hundred percent different. And people that don't have kids are thinking, Oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Are you really though? Are you really? Because I cannot tell you how many times I've fucking seen Frozen 2, Wreck It Ralph breaks the internet or Ralph breaks the internet or whatever that one is. And what else is there? Um, oh, Big Hero 6, which I've only seen a few times because she just now started getting into that one, but I've already seen it five times. What I'm yeah. saying is my kid, my, my oldest will be three next month. My youngest just turned one, so she doesn't even know what's happening. So it's my young, it's my oldest though. That's all she wants to do is watch these TV shows over and over and over. And I'm losing my damn mind. It's just like, oh my God, what is going on? So I feel like for us parents, we are going through something a little bit differently than everybody else. So, I know you have uh, one. Uh, yours is uh, you have um, one that's eight, I believe. Wait, seven, yep. eight years old. Yep, my son. Eight years is, old. He just turned eight. Yep. So you have one that's a little bit older, and then yep. your youngest, she is three, right? She's two. She'll be two. three in June. So she and, and right. she's already acting like she's three. Let's <laughs> let's be honest. She's already acting like she's thirteen. So. Yeah. You know, three, two, it doesn't really matter. It's about the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you and I are in the same boat there, at least with the youngest one. So, yeah. so that that's been kind of my life. Is literally every day is what she wants to, you know, do what she wants to do, and she's being a little sassy for us. So, so what's it been like for you with the kids being at home? Because, like you said, your husband's been deployed, so you're you're a stay at home mom, I believe, as well too. Correct? Yes, yep. So I yes. typically uh, I stay at home with my children full time, and then I do like blogging and Instagramming on the side. Uh, and social media, stuff like that. Um, but my main focus 
uh, is and always has been just the kids because of my work, husband's work travel schedule and us not living near family. Um, that was just the choice like him and I kind of made and that, that we wanted to make sure like they were having like the most stable contact with at least one of, you know, when, when he's traveling, it's just, it's a whole kind of situation with being gone and then coming home and then children adjusting. And so for us, um, that's kind of the route we went was I usually stay at home. And so I was already, I told people at the beginning of this, I'm like, Oh, I'm like, I've got this. I've been training for this. Like <laughs> I know what this stay at home mom life is like, like, mm-hmm. but the truth, the reality of it is like, I feel like I've seen too, like, uh, depending on the age of your children, like it could be so different, but um, so what we're experiencing is, um, so like I said, my son is eight, he's home from school. So that means like, this is like summer, you know, way to him. Yeah. Um, the school systems here just started um, doing what they're calling continuing education this week. So my son has to get, get on the computer and do one hour of work uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then they have, you know, they have the assignments and everything all laid out for him. So we started that this week and, uh, just having some, having like something that we're like, Hey, you have to sit down and do like it. I really do, do feel like it's kind of brought us some relief, but my, my daughter, so she's kind of hitting that three-year-old mark where she's like, Oh, Oh yeah. I don't have to do everything you say. I have an opinion and yeah. she's mm-hmm. nothing short of her mother's daughter. <laughs> she enjoys <laughs> exerting her opinion. And so the the mixture between those two is what's really kind of like kicking our butts lately because they are fussing and fighting and that's new for us where she was so yeah. young before she was just like la 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 yeah bubby this bubby not now day yeah. all day long bickering <laughs> fighting and she i don't know how a two-year-old knows how to do this but she knows how to push buttons she will like my son will get up and she'll like rush over and sit in his spot and she'll be like, I got your spot. And she's like laughing. And we're like, what yeah. are you doing? And so, so no, I think yeah. that's just a two year old thing or almost three because Claire does that to me and Megan. Okay. Like if we get okay. up, she's like, she gets in our spot and she'll just look at you and laugh going, hi. And I'm like, Oh, uh, uh-uh, uh, get your butt up. No, daddy <laughs> is my, spot. and then when you move her, holy hell, the world is over. Cause she, yes, like you out. thought you did, you might have like <laughs> done something really bad. I, same. Like, are yeah. you feel like the fits have escalated the closer they're getting to three? Yeah. I feel, I'm like the fits. The fits are really just. Yeah. She, yeah. It's yeah, so. Yeah, you're not alone in that because my my daughter does that, and you know her her sister's one. You know, but it it is funny though because like Emma, you know, she, she's one. She's she doesn't crawl. She scoots, but she can move around. She's starting to pull herself up and stuff like that. And what's funny is that. You know, Emma will like kind of crawl and play with something of Claire's or do something. And Claire's like, no, Emma, you can't do that. No, Emma, stop it. I'm like, why are you flipping? Like, you were in the other room. Like, why are you even angry about this right now? Like, calm it down. And what makes me laugh even better is when Emma's close enough, because she's still at that young age, she likes to grab hair. Well, Claire has a ton of hair. Emma has none. She's still practically bald. Well, what we... What we do is, well, not we, my wife. I don't do anything with hair because I can't. But I tried it. It failed miserably. But my she, we'll advice it, to you is just never try to cut it. You can make oh, the hell? ugliest ponytails you want, but you don't ever take some scissors. To oh, it. no. I, no, I will never do that. No, I, I promise. <laughs> I'm never doing that. But what's funny is we'll put her in what we call, uh, you know, she wants her Elsa hair. You know, she wants her Elsa yep. hair or her pigtails. Yes. And what's funny is, like, when Emma, like, sees her hair, like, if Claire's back is turned, Emma just, like, her eyes get big, and she's like, <gasps> and she grabs the hair and just yanks on it. And oh, and I'm telling you right now, you better get yourself ready, because that second child, I feel like, because that's how Ridge was with Sawyer, like, no, don't touch that, that's mine, or whatever, and now mm-hmm. that Sawyer's old enough to kind of, like, say how she's feeling and figure it out, yeah. like, oh, Lord, she hit payback are coming at him like he like she's like no yeah. buddy it's mine <laughs> and we're like oh oh my gosh oh my and then like you yeah. feel so torn as a parent you're like well i don't know maybe i should just let her handle it but then you're like i don't know she'd be mean she's too like it's <laughs> it's so hard but also yeah. so like our son being eight we live in a neighborhood um where there's 
tons of boys his age. Like if they're mm-hmm. all out in force, there's anywhere from like one or two of them at a time to like 10 at a time, like cruising on bikes, doing the thing. And that's been a real struggle for him to oh, yeah. see and know that they're out there. But that like, you know, like you're not really, you're not supposed to be playing together. Like every day they, him, his friends will call and they'll be like, you know, do you want to play? And every day we're like, no, still yeah, not today. Like how, I mean, you know, that that's the other thing we're kind of facing uh, mm-hmm. amongst cooking our faces off <laughs> oh my god yeah like we yeah we we cook like crazy here and like we we bought a ton of groceries but then there's those days like we would i think we cooked like almost seven days straight like breakfast lunch and dinner and yeah. it got to a point where i think maybe it was like what do you want to do for dinner and i just looked at her and i was like i'm going to mcdonald's because i don't feel like cooking a damn thing like and she right? goes oh my god thank you go get me this and i was like done <laughs> let's go like I wasn't going to be the one to say it, but I was yeah. for real. Because we were like, we need to save too. money because we didn't yeah. know if I was going to get furloughed or not. So, yeah, we're talking about saving money and everything. And so oh, um, man, yeah. it's it's funny you mentioned that with your son because I saw a post, uh, you know, our friend Ryan Toon, you know, he's another yep. guy that I, yep. one of my best friends I've known forever. Uh, his stepson is in high school. So I think he's like six. Yeah, he's 16 or 17 now. Holy crap. Yeah. 16 or yeah. 17. And um, I've known him since he was born. And they're looking at the same thing, like, you know, do you allow your your son or your kids, you know, your older kids to go play with other kids at their houses on the same street or something like that? And it's it's mixed reaction, you know, because you just don't know. It's like, well, I want them to, but I know that I shouldn't. But, man, they're driving me crazy. Get the hell out of yeah. the house, you know. Yeah. And so I can only imagine that dilemma that y'all are going through. Yeah. And, you know, like at our house, so we kind of have a hard and fast rule. Like none of the other neighborhoods come inside the house. Um just because we know a lot of their parents, but we don't know all of their parents. So our kind of rule is everyone plays outside because yeah. basically here it's always so cold anyways. You're not outside unless it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, then you're like, okay, well, they're outside. What if it like they're riding bikes next? It's so – I feel like it's so many gray areas. You're like, well, they're riding bikes. Like he was just riding his bike, and now he's riding his bike. And they're like, but they're not playing together. But it really is still where like – I even see it with Ridge. They don't get it, like, yeah. distancing. The next thing you know, they are right up on each other, looking at each other's phone or whatever it is that they mm-hmm. have in their hand, and you're like, what does not to me? And you're like, get back over here, get away, yeah. doctor. And the thing is, is, like, at first, you're like, I could see how it's really hard for, as parents to discern. Because, for one, you have the kids calling and saying, can you play? And it's seeming like, okay, well, that they're allowed to. So, like, am I making the wrong choice? Mm -hmm. Like, am I being too harsh of a parent? And then you also have, like, so this was kind of something, like, we started thinking about when Russ was gone is, you know, it kind of started out with us. We were like, okay, if Russ came home with it, and then, you know, obviously that would expose the rest of our family. We felt like it was irresponsible of us to then – continue to let him live like a normal what his normal life would look like with his friends but then we started to think even outside of ourselves and we're like you know just as I mentioned earlier like we don't know all these kids parents like yeah. we don't know like if their parent is like a healthcare worker or who mm-hmm. knows what and like also being exposed so we just you know it's been hard but we just feel like he has to <laughs> to be yeah. alone most days like it's hard as a parent you're like oh yeah you don't like to see your your kid i know like uh, trust me i'm from the generation that is like <laughs> you do as i say and i am the parent like and i totally am on that totally am on that wagon but then like the other parts of me like i you know it still hurts to see your kid not get it just not get it you know and you're like yeah. i know this sucks and i'm sorry but you're gonna thank me one day yeah it's and, and i mean and think about when we were that age when you heard that you're like oh, i don't want to hear it. oh you're so full of it whatever and then like now that you're here you're like son of a bitch like they were right I'm pretty sure, <laughs> yes and i'm pretty sure just see like two nights ago my husband and i were watching tv so we put the kids to bed and then we kind of like sit down and binge watch our shows and our son came in and he's like literally find like the random most random excuse to come in and he's come in talking about some nonsense and then he leaves and I looked at my husband and I said I'm one day one day he's gonna apologize to me (laughs) I was like probably about when he has children of his own 
And yeah. then my husband looked at me and goes, don't hold your breath. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah boys, I think boys are different. For all the boys out there, apologize to your mama and tell her you love her. <laughs> I, I won't lie. There's been some times where, like, because, well, it, here's the thing. I think me and my mom, you know, we, she, she did the same thing that y'all are doing. You know, there were times where, I mean, so we talked about my best friend, Ryan Toon, another one, BJ Johnson, who you were very familiar with because y'all's last names were both Johnson. Y'all had yeah, a lot of whole rooms together. We used to tell people that we were brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. Like Which is not far fetched because, yeah, that's very believable. Um, yeah. because well, his mom was, a, his mom was a redhead. His mom was yes. a redhead with freckles. So it, it's like, and oh my God, really? His, doesn't his daughter have like auburn hair? Yeah, so her hair is like Claire's hair. She has, yeah, yes. she has red hair. His uh, oldest daughter Haley uh, has red hair. I'm so jealous of you guys and because neither of my children have red hair. All right, I totally forgot what we were talking about because <laughs> I got so uh, sidetracked about everything. Yeah, something about but, like just how our moms were. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so um, oh yeah, my mom was like that too. So yeah, so she. Um, yeah, so my mom, she was definitely, like, the person, like, we would communicate and we'd get mad at each other, but at the same time, like, I would apologize if I did something wrong, you know? Like, it might take yeah. me a day or two to realize it, but, and she was the same way, you know? And so I think that's, you know, the thing that I, I find funny now is that, you know, when you're a kid and your parents treat you a certain way and you think, I'm never going to be that way, and I think that's every kid's thought, that they will never be that way. And then until they get in that situation and then they do it and they're just like, oh, man, like, okay, I can see why they did it now. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I was saying that. I was like, he better come back and apologize to me someday. <laughs> like, yeah, when, hopefully <laughs> when he's in his 30s and he realizes I was right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I try yeah. to tell my mom she was right. I try to tell her on occasion when I can. So Good. I, Good for you. I do. I do. I, I might not all the time, but I do when I can. Because uh, <laughs> a lot of the times I tell, like, I think I was right. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. So you, I love that you talked about something that you said you and your husband were binge watching shows. So obviously everybody's quarantined, right? And everybody is yeah. finding a way to pass the time. And of course, yeah. you know, so for me, like I'm just rewatching old shows. I'm not watching a lot of new stuff. Um, not going to lie. I'm a, with me being a big sports guy, there is literally nothing for me to watch and it's driving me nuts because I love I my sports. Are you having withdrawals? Oh my God. I'm having so many withdrawals with no sports on right now. But the one thing is, though, so I don't watch reality TV. My wife does. I do not. Yeah, you know, she watches that trashy reality TV stuff. Me, I don't. See, now me and Megan be watching the same shows. Oh, I know, and I'm going to get to that here in a second. But what's <laughs> funny is, so we the only reality show I remember really ever watching was The Real World on MTV. Um, oh. You know, I used to watch that. And then they would do, like, these little challenges of people from the house and road rules, and they yeah. would do these little challenges. So I used to watch that. That's really the only reality show that I watch, which back then was, I guess, considered, you know, raunchy. Today, it's pretty much tame, I think, compared to what else is out there today. So yeah. the newest – I mean, I feel start... like they they paved the way for reality shows. Oh, I, I agree. Oh, I 100% yeah. agree with that. I don't feel like they yeah. get the, the dues that they, they deserve. But so they're, they're – I think it's like their 35th season, which yeah. they do like – I think they do two a year or something like that, or two or three a year. But um, their 35th season is tonight. And I keep seeing previews for it, and I'm like, I, I'm so excited. And then I, the other day, I looked at Megan. I go, I feel like I'm a little too excited for this right now. I go, damn it, this is why. This is what happens when sports is taken away from me. I get overly excited about a TV show that I like, but I know for a fact I don't like that much. But I might as well. But it looks like I love it more than I do because I'm that excited. <laughs> and I look, and I realize it's because there are no sports on right now, and it's driving me up the wall. <laughs> But, and you know what, though? So the challenge that you'll want, like, that is kind of sports-related. So I could see how you would be like, all right, this, this, I'll, I make an exception. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because, they, yeah. Like, you, do, you know, like the physical activities and stuff and the agility of it all. So, I mean, it's not per se a game, but it is a competition. But I do, I always think it's funny because we, we watch those occasionally, but I always think it's funny because I'm like, some of those people on there are, like, older than me and, like, Oh, yeah. This is their job. <laughs> and they, and they, they make bank too, man. Like they, yeah, they that's make what bank. I was gonna say. Like they're making it so good on you, and they're in better yeah. physical condition than I am. Let's be honest. Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. Okay, yeah. so so you you brought up that you and my wife are probably watching the same thing. So I got a feeling I'm about to make so much fun of you right now. 
But so what is it that you've been binge watching or what what have you been watching to pass your time when you can? All right. So I'll kind of just give you, you guys are going to think you're like, oh, my God, what do you like do everything on a schedule? <laughs> but so like in our house, like during the day, either like the TV's off or mm-hmm. like if it's on, then it's a kid show. Like we yep. just don't like I was saying yep. earlier, we don't watch the news. My husband would watch the news more, but we just don't. Um, and then, so, and they don't like, oh my God, we're like definitely on quarantine schedule because my kids are not going to bed till like nine o'clock now. Oh wow. Um, but they're <laughs> sleeping later in the morning. So it's a trade off. Okay. But yeah. And so then after they go to bed, there's kind of like two categories of shows. So it's either a category, like in the category of what my husband and I would watch together, AKA like what we both kind of like or that both one of the two of us is willing to like tolerate it a little bit <laughs> or and then if he's going to go to bed so now he's back at work so he had to do like two two weeks where he was uh self-quarantining just to make sure like he didn't come up with like catching the virus yeah. um but now he's back at work and so like if he goes to bed early then then that's when the like all oh, the trashy like the raunchy like i bust out like a real housewives <laughs> Lately, I've been watching Love is Blind on Netflix because I was a little behind the curve on that one. Um, yeah, but it's like, I can't, it's, it's the train wreck. I can't yeah. stop with the train wreck. But um, so mostly, though, like, I'm super, super happy. I know, like, The Walking Dead has been beat to death. I know we're on, like, season 9,742. <laughs> But I still love it, and I am oh, yeah. so happy. Like, every Sunday night, I'm like, come on, guys, in bed, in bed. It's coming on at 9. Everyone's got to be in bed. Like, I still like that one. Okay. Um, I can't make fun of you for that because we watch that we, cause we watch that too. Like, I, I love The Walking Dead. So, okay, I can't make fun of you for that one because that's actually See? a good show to watch. I'm a nice mixture here. I have a nice mixture of, like, stuff like I like watching that's not annoying, but then I still love my trash, too. <laughs> Um, and then we're also, we just started Ozark, but I won't lie. So season three, like we started it, it was like late at night and I was like, wait, what happened in season two? And so like that one's kind of taken off slow for me. He likes that one. That's he's, so that's one of the ones like he likes that one a little more. Well, uh, we also still watch Grave, but it's one of those where, like, I like it. And he's like, yeah. Every time he's like, did the aliens come yet? Like, he totally makes, <laughs> he makes fun of that show hardcore. Like, he's like, this is such what, like, when I was having my son, I had a complication, like, right after he was delivered. And so they had, like, shot me up with all these, like, pain meds. And I'm, like, laying there. And I'm, like, what's going on? And I'm, like, you know, half high. And my husband's like, don't worry. It's just like a Grey's Anatomy. They're working on you, but they're talking about everything else under the sun. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, that. And then my recommendation to all the ladies out there, I just feel like if you're going to rewatch a show like that you love, my go-to is Sex in the City. Like, I will yeah. never get tired of those episodes. Never. Like, there are some shows where I'm like, I'm never going to watch that again. But – Sex in the City, I probably, I, when it was on DVD, I had like all the seasons in these little, like, they came in these like acrylic, like fold up cases. And I watched them so much that like the cases started falling apart. Like they wouldn't stay mm-hmm. together because like opening and closing them, like yep. the acrylic just like broke and got hard. And yep. thank God that you can like stream things now. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's it's funny you bring that up too because that that's a whole other rant of mine is um I still buy DVDs like of seasons and stuff like that. Really? I haven't bought any I haven't bought them in a while, but it's one of those things where people were like now like, "Oh my god, Friends is off Netflix." I'm like, "Yep, got the entire series on DVD. I can still watch it anytime I want and not have to pay for some stupid streaming service." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I do agree with like I that is annoying like when you're like, "Oh, I like watching this or whatever, but it, they take it off." That's yeah. It's all part of the plan. Well, people are freaking out because the office is going to leave after this year and go to whatever the NBC one is. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait. I own that series, too. So <laughs> have fun with that one. See, but, and I didn't ever watch, like, a lot of The Office, but my husband did. Like, right. Oh, my it was God. Like, so he's obsessed with it. He loves it. Yeah. So he loves oh, me, then me and him are best friends because yeah. like, anybody that loves The Office is my new best friend. And I'm like, let's just talk and quote that movie or that show, excuse me, all day long. Yeah. Yeah. He does. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. So I, yeah. I, I can't say I'm really happy to hear that you did not say you've been watching um, whatever that stupid tiger show is on Netflix. Okay. Um, Let us oh talk about that. The Tiger King? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever it's called. I don't know. My wife has been watching it, and she's like, come on, you can just watch this with me. And I literally, like, I was sitting at where I'm sitting now, like, my technical office, because I'm working from home, is at our kitchen table, which is a part of the living room. And so I was working, and she goes, just watch it. I literally leaned my head over to the right side for, like, ten seconds. I watched it, and I was like, I just became dumber, and I went right back oh, into what I was doing. Oh, thank you. That is exactly <laughs> what I told my husband. Okay, so, of course, like, the memes are flooding social media, oh and they're God. funny. Like, they're hilarious, you I know? don't get half of them. That's because I probably didn't watch the show, though. So. I, but, see, I didn't either. But, so... <laughs> Another thing about my personality is, like, if I know, like, everyone is doing it and, like, I don't necessarily, like, it wasn't something that I was drawn to on my own, then I almost, like, don't want to do it more because I'm like, eh, everyone's doing it. And so the other night, my husband was like, oh, maybe we should watch this. You know, my brother said it was, like, we should watch it. And I was like, and I said the exact same thing that you did. I was like, I don't want to watch something that I'm going to be dumber when it's over. Because I just, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't mean that anybody who watches it is. Like, I just felt like I didn't have it in me that night. And, like, I'm almost boycotting it because everyone's watching it. But I'm not going to lie. I'm, like, teetering on the edge because, let me tell you why I'm teetering on the edge. When I, so, like, I thought, when I, like, first, I like, keep hearing everyone talk about it, I'm like, okay, it's about this guy who, like, has tigers and, I don't know, he treats the tigers like they're his loved ones or whatever. I'm not really sure. But I'm like, either. then I heard that, like, it kind of has, like, this whole, like, true crime aspect about, like, his wife. And, like, there's some people are like, his wife murdered him or something like this. And I'm like, oh, no, hold up. True crime? <laughs> okay. Now maybe you're going to get me involved because oh, God. <laughs> I'm a true crime junkie. Like, I'm not even going to lie. I love me some true crime. Okay. See, <laughs> like, see, to me, that makes sense. Like I will be, I will watch those. Like I'll be like, click. I need to watch this one, this one. I I, I don't know why I like them, but I do. But see, that so makes sense to me. So if I thought it was, yeah, centered around that, then I'd probably. That's why I feel like I'm teetering on edge because I feel like it's I not. need to get and see. It's I'm not. Gonna right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's not. I mean, don't be wrong. It probably is, but the ten seconds I watched, like I, I don't even, I don't even know what I watched. It's just I literally <laughs> sat there and I felt like my eyes went cross-eyed. And I was just like, why the hell did I even do – so it, it takes me back. So a while back, this was probably a year or so ago, but I remember I was watching something on whatever channel the dumbass Kardashian show comes on. I was watching mm-hmm. something else, and I happened – I guess it was over, and then I, I guess I was walking around doing something, and when I came back, they were like, previously on the Kardashians. And I just went, all right, I'm going to watch this, just the 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 what happened last time. I made it three seconds, and I said, fuck it, no, no, I can't. Like this, I, I feel like I became dumber for even doing this because of whatever was being said or whatever, and I just thought to myself, and I know I have friends out there that watch that show or watch the Tiger King show, and for those of y'all that are listening that watch that show, hey, you know what? No offense, no respect. I mean, you've lost some respect. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got mad love for you still. I can't, I can't. Like, I literally, like, I will literally laugh at you going, why? Like, why? <laughs> It's interesting. No, it's it. No, it's not. Like I get it. Like I've watched some trashy stuff before, but Jesus Christ! Like I mean, come on. I can't. I can't do it. So I'm glad to hear that you are in the boat with me now. Hey, you're teetering yeah. toward it. That's okay. Um, but only I'm just, for the true crime uh, aspect. <laughs> I'll say this: if you decide to watch it, I will not lose respect for you because All right. th- of the reasons why you're trying to. Like, well, wait a minute. Somebody got murdered or something, and. Yeah, someone yeah. who made the tiger eat them? I don't know what yeah, I don't know. Here. I don't know. I just all I know is like my wife was like, oh, I gotta talk to you about this show. I just finished it. I go, I don't care. I go, baby, Aww. I love you. I love you so much. I don't care. Like don't talk. <laughs> I I told her so one of my guilty pleasures is watching wrestling and I go, Fine, you wanna talk about yeah. wrestling? She goes, No. I go there you go. <laughs> like, that's yeah, how but she I definitely went to like wrestling events with you. I've seen the photos. She did. She, and she I, went up in there too. Like, she was like a proud <laughs> supporter. I'm pretty she sure did. she had like the t-shirt. I'm pretty sure she, she had like her. You know, she her choice. I didn't make. I didn't make her do anything. I didn't make her do a damn thing. She made the choice. 
I never forced her to do anything. I'm just saying, all I'm saying is maybe you could give her a little ride or die action on the Tiger King. Just be like, all right, tell me. No, hell no, no, I'm telling her shit. No, no, she ain't doing anything. Maybe I love you so much, but no, you're not. No, that's not happening. I tried, I tried. Oh my goodness. But yeah, so it, it sounds like, so quarantine is hitting everybody obviously a little bit differently. Oh my and, goodness. I mean, but for us, I mean, I think with having kids now, of course your kids' ages are different than mine, so it's a little yeah. bit different, but it's still the same for the most part when you have kids. It's this, it's that same routine and not a lot we can do with them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My final comment on quarantine, quarantining with kids. I still 100% believe, like, my stay-at-home mom life, like, absolutely prepared me for this. Mm -hmm. So, what I think, here's what I think is funny. And, of course, like, if you follow me on social media or anything like that, um, you'll see that I joke about, like, drinking, drinking wine, day drinking, mom life. Um, That's kind of my my arena, mom (laughs) life, things like that. And so, I just feel like I, I, I'm a little ahead of the curve, you know? Like, I've been day drinking and, and popping bottles of wine at 5 p.m. for, like, <laughs> you know, a full year now. Like, I'm I'm fully trained. And so, you know, everybody now is like, oh, my gosh, what time does happy hour start? 10 a.m.? I was like, oh, I've been living that life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, girl, no. you gotta catch, you, y'all got to catch up because I've been yeah. doing this for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're, like, you're drunk at noon? Girl, I ain't buzzed yet. <laughs> you need any parenting tips? I have the answers, and it's That's awesome. <laughs> well, I I definitely want to say thank you so much for jumping on and talking a little bit about quarantine life out in Pennsylvania. You know the you you know this, with that Texas girl in Pennsylvania, we're looking to get back to Texas, but That's I definitely right. appreciate you jumping on. That's right. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much to my good friend Jess Walker out in Pennsylvania for coming on the show. We definitely appreciate it. So make sure you check it out on her Instagram and her blog. That's it for today's episode. Stay tuned for the next episode, though, because my other friend will come on, Justin Lair, a good buddy of mine I've known since elementary school. And in that episode, you will hear how I forgot we met in elementary and we, I, for whatever reason, thought we met in junior high or high school. So, whoops. But check out the next episode. We're continuing with the Quarantine Life podcast. If you're taking a listen to this and you would love to share your story and you're a friend with me, Slide into my DMs, as the kids call it nowadays. Or, hey, if you're listening but you're not a friend of mine, you can shoot me an email, thegentillife at gmail.com. That's thegentillife at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, and I'd be happy to respond back to you, and maybe we can read some of your stories online or maybe even try to get you on the phone to share a little bit of your situation and something you would love to talk about. So everybody have a great rest of your day. Stay safe out there. Check out the next podcast. Everybody have a great one.